0: Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast. You are here for episode number 354. Now, it is fairly mid afternoon on Thursday, but this is the podcast for yesterday, which was Wednesday, the 19th. Now, I really do not like to get this far off of my schedule. But sometimes it happens, and today has been a full day, a good day, but a full day. And I am actually recording this from my car, which I've recorded from a few times this year. And seeing the weather right now actually makes me appreciate even more what I noticed yesterday when I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God And I'm glad you're here for me to share that with you. So yesterday, which again was Wednesday, was unique for central Ohio, which is where I live, for two reasons, weather-wise anyway. The first reason is that it has been relatively mild lately. Now, mild has been in the 40s and 50s, but that's been pretty mild. Not uncommon for this time of year that it won't be Close to or below freezing, but welcome. I am not a cold weather person. I know there are some people who are just really into the cold, and that is not me. I do like it when it snows, at least a little bit, but as far as winter and wind chill and cold to your bones, that has never been something that I've liked. Probably because I grew up in the South and then California, so I was not um, from birth acclimated to that. And fortunately here in Central Ohio, at least lately, it has been fairly mild. The other thing it was yesterday, and this is really, for me, my God presence moment, is that it was brilliantly, blindingly even, sunny. And that is pretty rare for us this time of year. We are known for being fairly cloudy, generally, at least most of the time. Maybe not overcast so that we don't see the sun, but certainly, you know, clouds in the sky. And today, as it is raining for the first time for at least a few days, kind of a heavy drizzle really at this point, and it's looking very gray and quite overcast, it just makes me appreciate yesterday and the sunshine. Now, I noticed it first thing in the morning, in part because I was able to um, get up a little bit later because the schedule has been a little bit different for us in the morning. And in the basement, where I pray and where my chair is—my special chair from which I meditate or in which I meditate—and from which I frequently record this podcast, there is a single window, a block window in the basement, and. It is west-facing, so it doesn't really get the earliest morning sun. But I can definitely tell when the sun is is coming up because it does get a little bit brighter in the basement as I sit there with my candles um, lit for meditation and for prayer. And um, yesterday, again, it, I noticed early on that there was a bit of light coming in. And then when I got in my car about 7 o'clock and started heading to school slash work... I noticed that the sun was beginning to rise. Now it wasn't actually rising yet because we are approaching tomorrow actually the 21st, the solstice and sun rises late and obviously sets early on that day. So we're getting closer to that. But yesterday I did see the beginnings of the sunrise, you know, where the eastern horizon is lighting up and the clouds that are there, the little bit of clouds are glowing. And my commute is such that I have this place where I kind of come off the highway and um, it's right next to our airport. So um, for at least a moment, I get this eastern view of the runways and the airport and it's pretty wide open. And uh, it just is neat to see the sky changing and to see the first glimpses of sunlight In fact, depending on what time the sun rises, when it starts rising around seven o'clock, I can actually see the sun rising over the airport, and, and that's pretty cool, because I do like airports, and it's a wide open space, so a good view at that point. So I then most significantly experienced the sun and God's presence in the sun a little bit later in the day. And after the break, I will tell you about that and also will tell you the O-antiphon for yesterday, which was the second day of the seven-day cycle of O-antiphons. So bear with me through the break and we'll pick it up on the other side. So I'm back for the second part of episode number 354, where I really saw the sunshine was on my drive home. Now it was early afternoon and the sun being as low as it is in the sky, because again it is almost at its furthest southern point in the sky. We here in the northern hemisphere are, uh, that is how the sun is and where the sun is at this time of year. Uh, gave that very, very bright glare that is so noticeable in the wintertime. I think it's actually in some ways worse in the fall and the spring when the sun is getting higher in the sky. I think when it's at its lowest, most southern point, the glare isn't as bad, but the brightness is. And where I really notice it, and I've not had this yet this year, but at some point this will most likely happen. So my windows in my classroom, which I've talked about before on the podcast, they face east, and it's really quite something. On days that the sun is rising late, that I'm in my classroom and I can see the sun rising uh, very clearly out of my classroom windows. Well, what ends up happening at sometimes in the winter is just outside my windows there are uh, there's a our front lawn of the school. Not a huge area, but you know, significant, maybe a quarter to a third of a, a football field in area. And um, that gets covered with, gra- with snow. And when the snow is fresh and new and unmarred, uh, the glare that comes off in the morning is unbelievable. I mean, my l- room lights up with this, this glow that is really amazing. And quite frankly, kind of hard to look at, which is why my students' desks have their backs to the windows. So that is when I really noticed the sun the most in the winter. But yesterday I was definitely noticing it as so much that I had to put my sunglasses on as I drove, which is, uh, I guess, one of the things at this time of year, most certainly. So I, I think that light in the darkness, especially this time of year, is so important. You know, I think the sun for me is healing and energizing and it represents in so many ways God's presence. You know, I I think it is, first of all, just amazing how a star like our sun functions and how it is just the chemical and the nuclear really processes that give it both heat and light, are really remarkable and far beyond my understanding, but at least when I've heard it described or seen it illustrated, it's just really something. And I think also just the fact that all energy on Earth in one way or another comes from that energy of the sun and that all of the light on Earth, even artificial light, which is fueled by energy that ultimately goes back to the sun through fossil fuels or through nuclear energy or hydro, whatever powers our electricity, that ultimately goes back to the sun. And and it is so representative to me of God's presence. You know, as I said very early on in this podcast, way back last January when I began, I am very much into experiencing God especially more recently in my life as panentheistic. Now, listen carefully. It is not pantheistic that I'm talking about. Pantheism, which often is associated with paganism is God in in God is everything. Is IS. And that's not what I'm talking about. What I am talking about though is panentheism, which means that God and I, as a Christian, a Trinitarian, it is Christ, most specifically, who permeates everything. That Christ's presence, like light or oxygen or so many other things, water vapor, water molecules, so many other things that we take for granted that are all around us all the time, that maybe we can't see, but we can certainly see and experience their effects that represents for me how I experience God. And when I see bright sunny days, the light bursting forth of the sun, especially in the wintertime this time of year when it is dark and it is dreary and days like today when the sun is well hidden behind layers and layers and layers of rain clouds that I am reminded of and encouraged about God's presence. So lastly, December 19th is the second of the O-Antiphons. If you're not familiar with those, go back and listen to the episode where I introduce them. But yesterday talks about the root of Jesse's stem, sometimes called the Jesse tree, as we represent it with the descendants of Jesse, who is David's father, the descendants that go all the way down and up or down or up to Jesus who is part of the root of Jesse, the tree of Jesse, the house of David, and so forth. So here's the antiphon, followed by the O Come Emmanuel verse. A root of Jesse's stem, sign of God's love for all God's people, come to save us without delay. And then here is the O Come Emmanuel version. Oh come, thou rod of Jesse, free thine own from Satan's tyranny, from depths of hell thy people save, and give them victory o'er the grave. I'm not going to sing the rejoice, rejoice. I'll, I'll do that as we get closer to Christmas. So as always, thank you for listening in your own experience, what does the sun, S-U-N, represent? When you see and feel the sun, how does that point you to the presence of God? And how does the sun metaphorically represent God to you? Thank you so much for listening. Blessings and peace.